Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Their first League Europa Conference League semi-final tie against Roma. In the AFL and four Melbourne players are in COVID health and safety protocols alongside coach Simon Goodwin. SEN Weather's next. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canella with you as always for another edition of the program. And with me, it's lovely to welcome back Butch Castles for another week. Butch, uh, good to speak to you again. How's things? Yeah, Jordan, great to be back here. Good, thank you. Looking forward to a big weekend of racing. A really good race day for the Cambridge Jockey Club at Tarapa on Saturday, along with Wanganui racing down the line. So we're going to have a catch up in regards to those two meetings. Excellent stuff. We've got uh, Mark Walker who will be with us. Uh, in just a moment. Later on in the show, we'll have Alan Sharrock as well, a uh, uh, great trainer who will be with us on the program, and uh, we'll get the bests from uh, our own Butch Castles at the end of the show to wrap things up. But Mark Walker, I mentioned him first. He is our first guest. He's with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning. G'day, Mark. Uh, Butch here. Big day with numbers uh, at Tarapa. Let's uh, whip through them. Uh, firstly, Summer Monsoon in race two. Hard to follow, but plenty of ability and should get the right run from the good draw. Yeah, he's a bit of an enigma, that horse. So, listen, he'll get every opportunity with Opie and Barrier 1. Butch, uh, that's for sure. Race two, a couple of two-year-olds, both of them with plenty of ability. One we've seen at the races to good effect and one we've seen at the trials to good effect. Number two, Lord Cosmos. Gee, was good when he won uh, before uh, failing in the Caracamillion. You can forgive them that and Opie rides. Yeah, the draw hasn't been kind to him, so he's going to have to go back and probably ride him for a bit of luck. But, um, you know, if they scoot along in front, it'll give him a chance. But if they call along in front... Uh, that'd favour the other fillies drawn nicely and by the mighty, mighty Zavabil and, you know, got a future, that's for sure. Yeah, she looked good at the trials at Taupo the other day by Savabil out of an O'Reilly mare and Joe Cameroodin uh, does the riding. She'll go around uh, with the, the, the lightest weight. Uh, she's got plenty of upside. Oh, I think so. She, she will be a hell of a threshold. So, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if she... You know, got up and on Saturday, she's pretty smart. Sure. Righto, race five. Now, you're going to have to take about half the saddlecloths here. You've you've got uh, a big arsenal of runners in the English Sales Cambridge Breeders Stakes. Let's go through them. Cote de Bune, I thought, was really good last time. Course and distance and Opie sticks. Yeah, and, and he's got a soft straw, so listen, he's, you know, he's trained on nicely and he should get a pretty good run from that barrier. So, yeah, we're, you know, he's a definite 
definite chance, that's for sure. Uh, number three, Ragga Muffin. Uh, Jason Laking uh, comes up to do the riding. And, look, I'm sure that's on the strength of, of what I thought was a 10 out of 10 ride on Pre de Fur last week. He's got a good record uh, in the Tangerine, Jason, and you'd be happy to have him on board. Yeah, just a shame about the draw. So we're just going to have to do our best to try and slot in somewhere. Butch, even if you're three wide with cover, that wouldn't be the worst place to be. But it does make it tough to draw. Wairau Cove, I thought, was really good uh, last time. That was uh, after a bit of a freshen up after being placed in strong three-year-old company when running fourth at Trentham. Uh, the run last time at Rotorua got off a horror gate, gets a good gate here, uh, just nice enough price. I thought he was uh, a horse with some upside as well. Yeah, definitely. He's At the ratings, it doesn't look a, a nice race for him, but they're all three-year-olds the way I look at it, so... He's got a soft enough draw to get a right run as well, so could be a smoky in the race. You talk about the ratings. The highest rated horse in the race is the filly Shepherd's Delight. She's placed at Group 1 level. She ran fifth course and distance a couple of weeks ago. Uh, has she come on with that? Yeah, it's probably she probably needs further, but so we'll try to keep her as fresh as we can, but... Um, Probably a bit of rain would have would have helped her as well. You know, she's probably looking for fourteen a mile already. But there's lack of group races left for the three year olds at home this time of the year. So, listen, the breeders and they're hoping for some more black type for the uh, number fourteen. Synchronised, gee, I thought she trialled really well. She's a filly that uh, I know the stables always have an opinion had an opinion of. Uh, she's another one with a tricky gait, but if the best synchronised turned up, she'd be some sort of hope. Yeah, tried really well against the older horses of Matamata, coming back from a bit of a um, bit of a minor surgery to a fetlock. So she'll be hitting the line strongly at some stage of the of the race, I would think. Not sure she'll get a run, but number 15, Pisco Sour, put a massive hole in them when winning by whatever it wanted last time at Matamata. She's a filly that if we don't see her tomorrow, then next time we do see her, she'll be awfully hard to beat. Yeah, uh, even if she got in, she's going to be scratched from that draw, so she'll go to Taranaki in a couple of weeks' time. Okay, we'll keep an eye out for her. Righto, race number six, Mark. Shalar resuming using a four-kilo claimer here. Uh, look, you're uh, benchmarking back into the race, but with uh, only 57 kilos with the claim, the horror draw, not ideal. No, not ideal. He'll push forward. If he flies the gates, he's going to be a chance, but if he doesn't fly the gates, he's going to be three or four wide, isn't he? So it depends how the first 100 metres goes. Yeah, really consistent mares, aromatic. Uh, Opie Bosson does the riding. Uh, she couldn't quite break through last prep, but ran second three times. She's pretty talented. Oh, look, look for her probably a bit wetter and a bit more distance. I, I'd be surprised if she... She shaped up over 1,200, but you never know when they're fresh, they can surprise you. Highborn's been racing really well, number 13 in race six, uh, racing really, really well this preparation. Doesn't seem to mind a little bit of cut in the track, and we just haven't had any rain in the Waikato, have we? No, she's been dry. The farmers are crying out for it. But listen, she's in good form. Joe's in good form. So, you know, she's some sort of chance, but pretty pretty tough field that I thought. Pretty even. 
Yeah, very, very good race, uh, this one. Very strong race. Race number eight, uh, number one, Navelle Ha. Had no luck last time at 1,400 metres. Uh, ran into a pretty smart mare too, I reckon. Uh, this time gets every opportunity. Opie, decent enough barrier, out to the mile. Thought it was uh, all adding up for Navelle Ha to finish the day on a winning note for uh, Tiakia. Yeah, he's an interesting runner. We're trying him at the mile. We just want to, probably his final run for the season, but we just want to see if, if if he can take a mile. And if he does, it opens up more options for him next year. But if he takes a mile, he's, he's got to be a good chance. Righto, the Aussie team taking shape. I think they head across either uh, late this week or early next week to run uh, in the not-too-distant future. What have we got there? Sword of State on Trivier, uh, amongst others? Yeah, they're in the air as they speak, but so um, they'll touch down later this afternoon there. So, yeah, we've got a few coming up, but it's always hard going over there, isn't it? But, um, listen, there are three different types of horses, but uh, it'd be nice to get a little bit of that Aussie money somewhere along the line. We see them at the Gold Coast first next weekend, do we? Yeah, for providing the track's all right, like if the track's... Um, reasonable sort of say to run but if it was wet he'd be doubtful but um a nice dame here called soprano supreme if it rains it doesn't worry her so she'll be definitely running in the gold coast cup 2400 and where do we see on trivia kickoff she looks like at the trial she looks like she's come up really well yeah pleased with her so she kicks off in the doom and ten thousand the following week fantastic Righto, Mark, we'll have to put it on you. Uh, you've come right last week, they tell me. Your best of the weekend managed to get the job done. What's the best of the weekend this weekend? I'll go left field a little bit, Shanghai Tang. Shanghai Tang and the two-year-old race three, number nine, Shanghai Tang. Righto, Mark, thanks very much. We look forward to seeing you at Tarapa tomorrow. Good, Butch. Thank you. Mark Walker with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side of this and we'll have a chat with Alan Sharrock. That's next. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here with you. Butch Castles, as always, is with us. And uh, time to have a chat with one of the great trainers, Alan Sharrick, who's joining us on the program now. He's a couple of runners going around this week, but he'll take us through uh, the prospects for all of them. He's with us now. Alan Sharrick, good morning to you. How are you going? Morning. How are you? Hello, Alan Butch here, one of the great trainers. Well, that's a nice uh, way to introduce you, but... Certainly one of the great trainers retiring this weekend has his last runner at Tarapa and someone that I know you've uh, had a lot to do with over the years, one MP Baker. He's uh, certainly going to be uh, loss in the industry, Alan. Yeah, affectionately known as Benny Hill. Um, and just a, <laughs> just a good fellow, mate. And, um, you know, I can remember I said it on another station earlier this morning, he gave me a bit of solid advice on a plane flying to Melbourne with Kyra Lab, We were sitting on feed boxes and he said to me, don't take other trainers, reject son, and don't get known as a hurdle trainer. And that two things Murray said to me. And I've never forgotten that, Butch. So, um, yeah, it was always good to talk to him. Good with his advice too. No, good man. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Right, eight, let's have a look at these runners uh, on the weekend. Not one of them hurdling, so you took some advice there, and I don't see one that's been trained by anyone else, so you took that on board as well. <laughs> Race yeah, well, five, number one. Right, yeah, Ferry was buddy? really right. There's a... There's a yeah. few that have had to take ones off you, though. Um, race yeah, five, right. no, <laughs> race five, number one. Just ask me. Kicking off for uh, some dear friends in the ownership here. None of them want to admit that it's named after them, but anyway, look, he'll be in for a great winter. Just ask me. But maybe tomorrow they might go a little bit lickety split for him. Yeah, they will. But he's uh, he's as portly as Kempy at the moment, so. Uh, He'll be filling a backward position. The Agri Challenge, wait for age a mile in five weeks. That'll be his target race in New Zealand. There's not a lot after that for him. So, you know, if, if Sydney stays with him, may end up in a place like that trying to get some money. We'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Alan Nicholas to do the riding and she rides. A very, very good horse, I think, uh, and one with tons of upside. Tav Attack in race number six for you. The win last time was simply uh, outstanding over the mile. Gets the mile again tomorrow. Look, he'll go back from the draw, I'm sure. Three kilo claim going to be used to good effect. He's got to be awfully hard to handle, doesn't he? Yeah, his work Tuesday suggested he's a winning chance. Butch draws sloppy, but then he's he's not an on-speed runner. Um track may chip a little bit by that time of the day he might be in the right lane so yeah we're not too perturbed about the draws work suggests he's a strong each way play righto race number seven our hail mary i saw a lovely quote during the week uh, on uh, love racing that she was looking for a boyfriend does she get to find a boyfriend after tomorrow <laughs> yeah if she runs like she did last start the boyfriend will come quicker than she thinks so uh, yeah, but she's, she's been a bonnie mare, Butch. I just don't know that she's going quite as well as we've had her going. And six-year-old mare, she might have said, well, that's enough for me. She's won a Martin Cup and a Trentham Stakes, and she's out of a full sister to she's sensational. That family's flying. So she's done her job for us. But, you know, I think it's a, a fairly substandard field. She's probably in it the right weight. I see they've made her a $4.20 favourite, so they can't find much else. Um yeah, but it's it's a look and see for her, Butch, tomorrow. She was jog-trotting on the corner last time and just found very little off the bridle. What did your rider say on that occasion? Yeah, well, Leith just said to me, I think she wants to be a mummy, Alan, but uh, he said at the 700-metre mark he's going to win by three and at the 200-metre mark we're battling to hold forks. So, yeah, it was a, a head-scratcher, mate, to be fair. Mm, race eight, the very well named after its last start, Just Fix It, would you? Owned by uh, one of those international owners that you've got in your stable, uh, Mackenzie Bloodstock, uh, all the way out of the US of A, and Just Fix It, would you? Well, well, how are you going to fix last start? Because he just did nothing. Yeah, it was a real head scratcher. He did tie up seven days before, um, and I don't think his blood's were right for Sunday. I, I just forget to run. He's a way better horse than that. Um, and he's he's got to be competitive in a field like that tomorrow. He's worked real good since. We've put him back to the paddock, paddock training him uh, to help with the, the tie-up in the Asaturia. I'd be very disappointed if he raced the same way, Butch. And, and so would my colleague and friend in America. Haven't heard from him yet. He must be uh, raising some money to afford the toll call. I don't know what's happening there, Butcher. <laughs> 
<laughs> you may well be. I see you've got a strong rider on, Sam O'Malley. Uh, he uh, does some of that hurdle racing riding that uh, I'm sure Murray would tell him not to be just a hurdle rider. So very strong rider. That should help just fix it, would you, as well? Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. And um, he's forceful, Sam, and uh, he normally gets the job done for me. So, And I think he's riding 57 on Saturday, so he shouldn't be overweight at 68, but that'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll make the weight. Right, oh, you trek north with just one, but she's a mare that's been very good to you and your owners. Uh, she's obviously been a sentimental favourite right from the very start of her career, being out of your uh, fantastic race mare in She's Sensational. Uh, Cinerama coming to the end of her career as well. It looks a really good race uh, for her to maybe sign off in. Yeah, it is, but uh, you've got a very good mare at the top of the book and deserves to be um, at the top of the book. So I couldn't have a better butch. Uh, Emma galloped her yesterday and said it's best she's worked all season. So I'm I'm pretty happy with the mare. Um, I just, with respect, wish Roger all the bad luck and me plenty of good luck. So uh, that's probably the only way I can turn the tables on Roger's mare to elicit. So mm. we'll be there competing, mate, and she's she's in great order. She is. Yeah. She's drawn to possibly be one or two spots closer than she might have been a couple of times of late. Small field probably tails away towards uh, towards the end. So she could be sort of three pairs back. That would be just about ideal, wouldn't it? Yeah, may even find the 1-1, but she doesn't look a lot of speed in this race. Um, mm. Yeah, and sectionals are important. If they walk, you don't want to be back last, put it that way. So I'd like to be at least midfield, Butch, with her. Um, and as I say, if the other man doesn't have a lot of luck and we get a lot of luck, well, it might be our day. But um, mm. she's really going into the race and fine fiddle. Yeah, for sure. Right, oh, best of them appears on paper to be Tavatak. Is that the way it is for you as well? Yeah, he looks the best on paper and um, yeah, closely followed by Cinerama. She's pretty well. For, for sure. Right, oh, we look forward to seeing you at Tarapa and let's hope she can uh, do a good job for you in what's likely to be uh, her uh, end of her career as well. Thanks for your time. Good luck tomorrow. Get that pizza oven going, butcher, please, when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, See you, good. boys. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Alan Sharrick with us on Breakfast with the Camp Pizza uh, Oven. He's a big fan of the pizzas. Yeah, no, my wife's got this pizza <laughs> oven that she produces some pretty tidy pizzas out of, and he he, uh, he books himself in for the night after the races and demands pizzas. He's not bad, is he? <laughs> Knows what he wants. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't always get it, though. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll come back after this. We'll get Butcher's Bests, and we'll wrap things up for this week's edition of the show. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis and Butch Castles with you wrapping up the show for today. With races coming up uh, near you at Tarapa, Butch and Wanganui as well. What are some of your best for the weekend? Yeah, well, I thought we'd recap the best of our guests. So Mark Walker's was race three, number nine, Shanghai Tang. So big opinion of that one. Uh, nice enough price as well. So it'd be really interesting to see that in the two-year-old race. Alan's Tavatak, so race six, number one at Wanganui for Alan Sharrick Tavatak. But he did have the caveat that he couldn't have Cinerama any better whilst identifying two illicit will be awfully hard to beat in the Travis Stakes, the feature. Race 7 at Tarapa, he did say that he had Cinerama as well as he could have her. And I thought uh, my best was uh, at Tarapa, race 4, 
number three, the fearless one from the Robert Patterson stable. I think on trial still for a trip maybe to uh, Brisbane, 2,400 metres should suit down to the ground. I reckon it's a pretty talented horse, the fearless one. No price, $2.20 or 30 but should be winning. So race four, number three, the fearless one for me at Tarapa. Shanghai Tang in race three for Mark Walker and Tavatak Wanganui race six for Alan Sharrock, our two guests. Excellent. Beautifully done. Butch, thank you very much. Good on you, Jordan. Catch you next week. Will do. Breakfast with the Kiwis. Same time, same place next week. See you then. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.